All right, thanks, Smalls. What's up, guys? Uh, this is Patrick Ridge, and I'm here with Angela. Hi. Billy's wife, my, my, my sponsor who I've had on this podcast a few times. Um, Angela, and, oh. and, and you, were, uh, you were just saying you've listened to this a couple times. Yeah, I've listened to it a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Um, we, 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 something recently just came. I've been having kind of like a rough couple days. Um, I had like, you know, just people sort of telling me what I should and shouldn't post or, or certain people saying like, they don't want me to be posting. They don't want to be filmed or this has just been a theme my whole life. Yeah. You know, cause I've always just, I'm just like, I don't know. Like I, I, uh, I love films. I love directing. I just like love documenting, you know? And I think that, um, if I can get a chance to capture a moment, um, that's sort of like a version of doing what I love yeah. on like a small scale. So I'm always doing it, but people are just kind of, they don't want to like, what if I just started filming you right now? I don't think I'd have a problem. If my kid was there, I might be like, um, where's this going? Right. You know? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But I, I, I feel like we're so surrounded by cameras everywhere. You know, you go to the mall. I mean, there's like not an inch of our lives anymore. Right. That's actually not, even if you don't see the camera, mm-hmm. you're being, yeah, you, you know, photographed or Google maps. Seriously. Like it's crazy. It's totally crazy. People have these, you know, doorbells that have yeah. security cameras yeah. that are well, recording. Yeah. You're, you're, there's a nest cam. There's a nest cam. Yeah. <laughs> there's one. I, I, and we've pulled like me and me and Veronica, like we, we've had like fights. It's actually incredible for me. Like it's like, I've seen myself on film and been like, Oh my oh God, my dude, yeah, you need to chill. Right. Even just the, like, I just had the, the, the band back. We're getting the band back together. Cool. Steve has some songs and we're going to do some music, but Holly was kind of just like, you know, I, I, I just want to be able to just like super chill. Like, you know, not everything needs to be, be fil-. And I just like, it, 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 it hit like this nerve, this mm-hmm. like really sensitive thing in me. Um, and then uh, the next day, uh, we set, we hung out with with Jason and Vic, who are in this group called Elephant Heart. We've been filming a lot of stuff for them recently, and I think Vic's going to be here shortly. Um, and they just got something with Apple, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they have another song that's going to be in two more Apple commercials for for the Apple TV Plus. Wow. And that's just like, and the cool thing about them is like. That's not like, that's cool for them, but that's just not like, like they have a certain vision and a certain path that they're on, which is very much in line with like Jesus really to Mm -hmm. be, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and spirituality and goodness and, and that's, uh, they don't really care. I mean, they're going to just, they, they will not waver in that. Like she's not doing the sexy thing. Yeah. In the videos. Right. They're not cursing. They're guns. I mean, they're, they're, they're showing drugs 
and um, internet, like they're 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 showing how, in like a satirical way how that stuff is. So like exposing. They're like saying like this is you know I learned this from from you yeah. from the internet yeah. and the video and this song's called the digital. It's like I heard it on the radio, internet and the video, and, and she's like, who you think taught me to to rap like this, uh, who you think taught me to do dope like this? Like, so it's like her kind of saying that like our culture is teaching us these fucked up things, but they're doing it in like a really dope way. Right. So they'll be heard. It's just amazing. It's really just amazing. And and they're very conscious of, you know, what they're putting out in the world. Yeah. You know, it's hard nowadays because certain things get views and likes that aren't good. Right. Yeah. So I went to this Vixen porn convention or a party mm-hmm. and I the just, whole internet saw. Yeah. Well, just, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you saw it. Well, I think the people that are listening probably saw it. Um, and, uh, you saw it and, uh, I mean, it, it's not, hopefully one day this will be bigger, but I don't really, I try to stay like detached from that. I try to just do what I want to do and, and do the best I can. Yeah. Like the sound is good. Yeah. Like I want it to be professional. You know, I want to be talking about good, like um, things of substance, mm-hmm. you know, on every episode I want to have, uh, regardless of whether if there's a hundred people or 10 or I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a thousand, maybe, I don't know. So like when you say that, I just think in my mind, Oh, the whole internet. I wish right. it was really. It was really. You're like really. It was at one thousand eight hundred eighty-three views. Actually, yeah, so and it's not the whole internet, Angela. But 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 Billy was saying how you kind of had a similar reaction because I just because Vic was like you know she wrote this whole thing. I mean I could I could read it. I don't know if she would be uh, okay with me reading it, but it was like you know just how bad the porno industry, the the negative effect it has on the world yeah, and just all this stuff. And and Billy was like, you know, you, you have a unique perception of all this. So I just, I mean, before we get into that, will you just kind of just explain who you are and like what you're about and just whatever you want me, me to know. Okay. Well, uh, my name's Angela. I'm from Chicago. I'm in recovery. I've been in recovery and sober for 17, 17 and a half years. So that means that you haven't drank or used or done anything? No, not even like I broke my leg and had to free lapse. Like nothing, mm. nothing. So mm. if you were to have broken your leg though, oh, I probably would have had some Vicodin okay. or something. Yeah. But uh, thank God. Right. I haven't had. Yeah, I, I did. Any of I did have that, and I think was I talking to you when I was going through that? It was amazing, but then it was also really dark and hard. Yeah. But uh, okay, so continue. Yeah. Uh, so you have seventeen years. Yeah, seventeen. Wow. March eighteenth, two thousand two is when I got sober. So nothing since then, um, and yeah, it's like uh, it's interesting because. You have lived so many lives in one life. At least that's yeah. how I've 
kind of lived. Like there's definitely the line of demarcation before I got sober and what my life was like then. And then after I got sober and then um, I came to Christ and then that was another line of demarcation in my life. Um, So when was that? Like That was almost, let's see, uh, summer was around nine months. So that was like 2014. So it's, yeah. And when you say you came to Christ, that means you're like, you're still in AA. Yeah. And that's still a big part of your life. Or I would say... I'm still in recovery because we're on a podcast. Right. Um, (laughs) You're still in recovery. And then, um, but it's funny because a lot of the principles in like the 12 steps are very based in the Sermon on the Mount. Right. So. Yeah, the, the principles are, you know, I think could go with any religion. Yeah. But it's just the very, when I say I came to Christ, I, it's, it's kind of a really weird journey. So I even started thinking about it because I did a fourth step and Christians and the church were on my fourth step resentment list for whatever reason. I had done many fourth steps, but it was like a, a deeper, you go a little deeper every time you get into an inventory process. Oh, you said that Christians. Yeah. Just in general. In general. You had a resentment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it wasn't like I, I didn't grow up in a church family or um, it was just I think that perception I had at the time of like hypocrites, they cause all the wars, you know, blah, blah, you know, whatever. And I just got it all out on paper and uh, shared it with a, with a sponsor and she said, well, you know, you're just going to have to reconcile that some, somehow, you know, like (laughs) you can't, you can't go on, you know, kind of living like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, that gave me food for thought. And she happened to be Jewish. And so she came from that same, a similar background where she had some maybe confusion around her religion, but eventually like began like really studying and going to temple and observing and, and returned to her faith. And she thought that um, it would be a good process for me to whatever that looks like for me to kind of reconcile that. So I didn't think I was going to become a Christian through that process. I thought I was just going to get relieved of a resentment toward people so I could be more loving. So she said you should what, like go explore this faith and like really... Yeah, like because like, you have a resentment towards exactly. it. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. And that like led you to like Yeah, I started I was grew up Catholic, so I started going to a Catholic church and you know, nothing really happened. I was like, okay, well, maybe they're not so bad, but it wasn't there was no um it was like a homework assignment maybe, like finding out like what this Christianity was, who this God the Father was, what is this Holy Spirit, how are they, they three but one, like, Jesus. What, what do you mean, three but one? So, in Christianity, you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm. They're all God, they're just different members of God, mm-hmm. right? So you have God the Father, Creator, but you also have Jesus. The who, flesh. The, who was the Word made flesh. Like, he, he came in human form, so human we could form. relate to, like... Right, and then you have the Holy Spirit, which is a gift that um, like the Jewish people had the Holy Spirit, but it didn't indwell in them. So 
the Old Testament was written by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So that's how we have an Old Testament um, or the Jewish faith. Mm-hmm. It's still all Holy Spirit. But then you come to the New Testament mm-hmm. after Jesus came, <laughs> was born, died on the cross for our sins, and then was resurrected, um, went to dwell with the Father in heaven. He sent us his Holy Spirit. And when you believe in Jesus, you get the Holy Spirit. And that <laughs> That's it. Okay, That's I just want to. <laughs> I just want to like interrupt you real quick, or yeah. I want to. I want you to continue, but like I just want to tell everyone who's listening. I I, I want to implore everyone listening to just have an open mind, because like I, all three of us were like not down with Christianity or Jesus. Right. Billy's kind of just like sitting next to me, like just kind of chilling. Well, 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 you you can talk in a minute. I mean, I, I just I, I want to make sure that that's all not too loud, and I don't know if I can. Yeah, just just because if it gets loud over there, you can like hear it. So I, I think we should just if you could just be aware of that, just in case it gets loud. But I just want everyone to just try to have an open mind, you know. And it's hard, but like, just know that I the fact that I have an open mind and I've been trying to continue to live every day with a more open mind, which means that what I thought I knew yesterday, I don't know, maybe, maybe I want to try to be open to something new today. So that's like one of the reasons I wanted to talk to Angela because she's had this profound experience in sobriety. And, um, also Jason and Vic are like, I mean, we were up talking about like what it, what does it actually mean when they say he died for our sins? Right. So we were all just talking about that for like hours last the other night. Um, so I just wanted to say that to anyone listening, just please try to, cause we're going to end up talking about like pornography and like objectifying women and all this stuff. I want to talk about all that stuff with you. I just want to kind of, before we get, before we lose people, yeah, I just want to like try (laughs) to tell them like, Go against what you think you might want to just dip out. Like, just try to like be open because you never know. A a lot of times it's the things you are the most closed off to that become the things that help you the most in life, you know? Oh yeah. I used to, if I heard the word Jesus, I was like, ew. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's weird. (laughs) So, and, that's, and I, so that's I mean, how if you a lot of ever people, told me I was going to be some kind of like Jesus freak, I would have been like, you're such, you know, that's, yeah. that's never going to happen. Like yeah, we all, a lot, most people, yeah. I think, I think a lot of, I think most of the people listening are, are that same way. Yeah. Right. And, and even if they're sober, which is crazy. Cause I have a lot of people that are sober and yeah. they're like, so I just want to say me personally, like I've been reading Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis, which Billy fucking read like four times. is crazy because it's in my app, my book app. And like Jason and Vic are the ones who showed me about it. Yeah. So I've just been like reading that a lot. And I think it's almost one of the best, you know, I listen to meetings on, on, on primetime website and I listen to uh, all different kinds of things, podcasts and stuff. But I think the thing that you know, for some reason I keep gravitating towards that I think might give me the most peace Mm -hmm. and comfort is like that thing. So I just keep trying to 
it's, yeah. it's, it's tricky, but, um, but yeah, a lot of the same principles in AA are, are paralleled in, in yeah. this faith. So, so, um, you got sober 17 years ago and then you found like the Christian faith, Jesus, like two years ago, uh, 2014. So it's been about five. Mm. I would, I would have to say about five years. And like, it, did it take you about a year to get all, go all in or were you? No. So, so what happened was, so my, my sponsor was saying, you know, so I was going to the, the Catholic church and seeing what that's about. And then, you know, I had like really profound, just feeling the presence of God. Mm. Um, as I started opening to like there being a Holy Spirit that is from God. And then like, I really didn't understand the, like I could understand the Holy Spirit. I could understand sort of the, I could understand the father, the creator. I just couldn't wrap my mind around Jesus. And I was not a Bible reader like ever, like Mm. I could never read the Bible. And I started having dreams that would give me like lines of scripture and teachings And then I would wake up and go to that scripture and it would be the thing that was in my dream. Like it happened three times. Wow. And it was, so it was really bizarre and I should have written it down. I know one was about the laws of Moses. One was about the story of um, Esau and I I forget what the third one was, but just shortly after that, I had a dream and I was in this place and there was like a whole bunch of people and I was with people. So I was with a group of people. We went into this place and I knew that like in the dream, the goal was to like get these people out from like where they were. So our goal, like we had a short period of time, we had to get in and get out and like basically save as many people as we could. Mm. I I choke up and I cry every single time (laughs) I tell this dream. So So, you, you woke up and this was your dream. So I'm, yeah, I'm dreaming and, and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to these people and I'm like reaching my hand out and some would come with me and some would like, were just too scared or Mm. shameful. They couldn't do it. So anyway, so we, um, we get as many people, those people get people. And then it was like, we got the, the, you know, it's time to go. And we all left and I looked back to see all of the people that we had left behind. And I turned to this one person and I was like, like, how could you leave them? And the person turned around and it was Jesus. Now he didn't look like, it wasn't like a guy with long hair. I couldn't, I knew he was a person, but I couldn't see any facial features. I just saw like brightness and. You just knew it was. I just knew. Yeah. Yeah. And then he without words just gave me this understanding which is a whole other thing that you know whatever basically a a revelation of understanding and I woke up and from that moment on I was like there's not a shadow of a doubt that Jesus is who he says he is he is God he came to deliver us from sin and but that's it yeah, and, and dream, <laughs> dreams are like really hard to describe. Yeah, that's the thing. I I, I feel like what you're saying. I get what you're saying, yeah. and 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 and, and, I, and I can tell that like 
what you dreamt is something you really can't describe. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? No. But you're I mean, like it, trying to. Yeah, like, I mean, neither I is it that. like, because I mean, I've had dreams that I, that I met Donald Trump and I don't really believe I met right. Donald Trump, you know? Yeah. But it was, um, um, and I'd had dreams, before I got sober, I did have a dream that was Jesus-y and I knew at the time it was Jesus-y and I, I just disregarded it. Um, I was just like, yeah, I know that's about Jesus and I'm just going to ignore that mm-hmm. <laughs> and keep, keep using and doing what I'm doing. What's that noise? Can you turn that down a little bit? Okay, so anything else up until we're like talking about this whole like porn thing? Because Billy said that you had like a um, Victoria just walked in. Um, she was just telling us about her dream of how she came to become a Jesus person. And I was just thinking like, I wish Victoria could hear this because she's had so many, her and Jason have had so many profound experiences that are just like undeniable, right? And I kind of like, I guess I'm still like waiting, you know? I mean, I have, I definitely like, am very interested and I, I agree with all the stuff that, is in the Sermon on the Mount and, and, and the C.S. Lewis book and all that stuff. But I just, I haven't experienced anything like crazy yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. And I think God works and knows exactly the way to bring people to him and to that understanding. And I just, right. I think I, maybe he knew that I needed something that was like yeah, undeniable, yeah. you know, like it was very, like I Woke up, I just knew. This is summer. Turn around. It's, it's Billy and uh, Angela's daughter. Yeah, and you did, I'm sure. Well, because yeah. you were, were you kind of in like a pivotal place in your sobriety too, maybe? Like you needed something else or are you? Um, like would you say, were you in like a, I don't know. Was, was that something that you needed? Well, I or? had a little... I had a daughter, right. you know, that was a whole spiritual experience too. Just giving birth to life. Yeah. You know, that's, was insane. Um, no, I will say though that like through, because I was sober a long time before I came to Christ mm-hmm. that, that constantly looking for a new book, looking for a new thing, looking for a new meditation, looking for a new, like (laughs) that, like what book are you on? Oh, let me get that. And then you get a hit off of it. And then you're like, I don't do that anymore. The blue clay, um, emotional sobriety, Bob's story, Bill's story, the big book, the 12 and 12. There's so many AA books. And I do find myself going, gravitating towards the Sermon on the Mount and the CS Lewis thing. Like it's just, um, I don't know. I just get the most from that because it's not about, it's about a bigger, cause I'm like the drugs and alcohol. It's just like, it's just not a part of my story anymore. Right. You know? Yeah. There's other things going on. Right. Yeah. Um, so I will say that's, I would say that's like big marked difference of like, I'm not seeking in that thirsty way for like a new thing because mm-hmm. my thirst is quenched because I have 
you know, I have the thing, mm -hmm. you know, like, and it's real and. So <clears throat> Billy was saying you had uh, some really good insight as to like this whole situation. Like, cause I called him and I was just like, dude, what the fuck? And he was just like, dude, yeah. fuck it. Just, he was like, <laughs> just be you dog. Like, right. just do whatever. Like, what are they tripping on? Like, he was like, I was like, damn, I didn't, wasn't expecting you to like <laughs> not be tripping on it. I thought you were going to be like, yo, you need to have like compassion and like empathy for everyone else. And like, and he was just kind of coming in. Like he had his own experience with like, mm -hmm. um, but I know he's like struggled with like the porn addiction thing. And I right. know that like it's, you know, I just watched this Ted talk earlier today about like this experiment they did with like kids and like how as soon as they like removed the, the porn thing, like so many things in their life got better. Like what do you mean like children? Well, like, kid, like, like teenagers, oh. like, 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 dude, kids start watching this stuff at 10 years that's old. Insane. It's insane. I mean, it's right on their phone. So that's crazy. I don't yeah. know that that's good. I, 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 no. I'm like very, you know, hard to like convince of certain things that should be filtered or censored. Like, I think yeah. I'm going to be watching like all the movies with my kids, like Terminator and like all the crazy stuff, like right away. Yeah. And just being like, cause as a young kid, I was watching that stuff too. But like when it comes to like porn at 10, like that's just not chill. I mean, for me, I don't really, yeah, no, mm -mm. even for me, like I'm like, no. And the yeah. kids, so, so there was addicts, teenage addicts, you know, <sighs> porn addicts. And then when they stopped doing that, they were like able to like, I mean, you know, the, the libido thing, like they weren't able to get hard. It was taking so much to like turn them on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 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 you know, cause they're able to do these studies, um, because everyone has laptops and you're able to see like what they're, I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't know exactly how they did the studies, but it was like this crazy study and, um, that really like opened my eyes a little bit to like, right. fuck, like, you know what? Like. Yeah, too much of this is just like not, um, especially if it's like the taboo stuff. Like, there's a lot of like certain sites that are dedicated to like really, right? Like, you know, a girl, a, a capturing a girl, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, that's a uh, yeah, it's bad. But then there's also the argument of like, you know, have you seen Joker? I haven't yet. I don't go to the movies anymore. Or, or even <laughs> like, or even like, uh, you know, certain movies are like really like right. gnarly, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, so we know that we're not going to be doing that. That's right. just like uh, a fantasy, for lack of a better yeah. word. So there's that aspect of it too, right? So I just wondered what your thoughts were, or what you right. told Billy that. Well, he, what did he say? He was like, "Okay, this is a situation." I thought he was going to say you were mad at me about. Like, you know what I mean? My first thing was like, right. well, it's about me. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, our first, <laughs> yeah. Our first reaction is, I know, what is with us? We're just so narcissistic. Oh, it's bad. You know, like, oh my God. And like fearful. Yeah. He was I'm like, like, I've been like afraid of like Vic and how she's going to hate me like all day. By the way, if you ever want to just sit and jump in, you're more than welcome to. Um, you know, I, I don't even need to like post you if you don't want me to. 
I mean, like, so here's the thing is like, there's the audio part of it. And then there's the video part of it. The audio part of it will just go. So yeah, whatever. I'm just giving, I'm just letting the invitation be feel comfortable. If, if you want to, you can, if not, I'm just going to hear from all of her stuff. And if something she says triggers something that you want to say, like that's totally, yeah, you're no, welcome. Yeah. Okay. So, so he was saying that like right. I posted this thing at the Vixen porn party and it was right. like a vlog of my night and like you had had kind of a negative reaction to it. Well, I was, my reaction was like, you know, I was like, what is Pat, what is Pat doing? Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Well, the- and that's kind of a part of my whole thing is like, I am like trying to post things that are a little bit shocking and, and like, I it want, shocking. I want you, I want people to go to my page and yeah. never know what they're going to get. Yeah. Right. They, they might get me talking about like Jesus. They might right. get me talking about like a surrender, sobriety, or like me and my wife having a crazy moment or yeah. like, it could be anything, right. right? It could be a music video or Bella or this other rapper guy. I don't know. It's like whatever. And I'm just going to expose it in a way that like, I'm uncomfortable capturing these, these vulnerable moments from people because I know that that's where like the, for me, the drama art part of it is. Yeah. But you were shocked. Yeah. I was a little shocked. <laughs> and, and what, and what else? I mean, that was right. it or, um, you can, no, I mean, I totally watched it. I watched me. it. I right. was like, you know, Okay. That that happened, and I don't know. I just kind of forgot about it. Right. And then he, Billy called today and was like, "Oh, so you know that video? Um, you know, I t- I told Pat that you had like a negative reaction, and that's when I went, oh my god, no, he hates me.' Oh, <laughs> but was it negative? I don't know. It was kind of. I. It was just like. What what is he doing? Like what is he doing yeah. now? Um, to be totally honest with you, m- I was kind of playing with fire. Yeah, and I know I'm like very tempted, and like I know that they're a girl, and I even like was talking to Veronica about it before I left, and she was yeah. just like, "They're not gonna just like f- like fuck you or or whatever, mm. right?" <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she's like, "They're not gonna just like." She's like, "I'm not yeah. worried. Like it's not gonna just like." But obviously, as a man, I'm like going into that scenario thinking like, I don't know, I'm thinking all kinds of different things. Like yeah. my brain is all over the place, you know? Yeah. And like you shared like the energy there, you could feel kind of the energy yeah. was like off, like a I, little I, I did. dark. I dipped out. Yeah. I was like, I'm out. Like I, I could use a sober companion like mm-hmm. in those situations and like I lost my way and I kind of just got... I ended up in this place and I wasn't very comfortable. And I think had I had like a wing girl, Vic was mm-hmm. saying how she would like have helped me. I think it would have been so much better because I would have been more prepared because I didn't really know what to say or film or I was like listening to the car. Con- I didn't really have the confidence to like do what I think I should have done, which is right. like get to the heart of these people and like mm-hmm. maybe like, uh, I don't know. But, um, So then he told you that. Yeah. So he told me that. And then I was like, well, because he's, he was kind of pulling in like the Christian angle and he's like, I don't understand, you know, why, why Christians are judgmental of everybody. And I was like, well, it's not so much a 
judgment thing. Billy, do you think you can? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll watch her. <laughs> we have somewhat of an audience. <clears throat> yeah. Actually, every time I do this podcast, there's at least a couple people just hanging out. Just right. like, and they're always, they know they're always welcome to just like, Hey, I don't think that's really like sometimes they'll just yell or whatever. So you were saying what now? Right. So he was, Billy was like, I don't understand why you Christians are so judgmental of Mm. everybody. And I Mm. was like, well, from my perspective, I don't know this person and what her perspective is, but, um, when you're a Christian, there are, you try to be in the world, but not of the world. So in the world, there are going to be things that you don't agree with, things that you don't, um, you know, it's not a judgment. It's just, uh, we've, people don't like the word sin, but it's, you know, sinful and yeah, everything that, yeah, what they do. on, And it's kind of like the, the embodiment, I would think of like the opposite you know, of we all sin. So it's not a judgment on a single person. We're all sinners in need mm, of a savior. Mm. It's a, it's saying, um, like how close are you going to agree with a sin and take pleasure in it? Mm-hmm. And that was my point It's like, well, if I was in that position and I had like a business relationship and maybe I was like referring people and saying, Oh, you should use this guy. This is the guy I use. And these people know that, that I'm Christian and maybe they share my values and I send them somewhere that has that video, they might say, oh, well, you know, what's up with that? That's a little weird. Um, so like, sh- 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 should I not be even like going or being around that kind of shit. Well, I like I said there, and then there's like the the AA part, right? So like, you have a decision. Like there was a harm that you didn't really um, intend, right? You weren't thinking of harming a person by you know, your actions or posting a video <laughs> or going to a certain place, mm-hmm. and then someone came to you and said, "Hey, this really harmed me in these ways." Mm. Well, you have kind of an opportunity to say, um, well, I'm sorry, but this is the direction I see myself going in. And, you know, I'm going to take these opportunities and maybe won't think of it in the future. Or you can say, wow, like this is really important. I hadn't thought of that. And in the future, I will think of those things because you're important to me and I want to keep our relationship good. And and how can I make this right? Right. (sighs) You know, before I went, I actually called one of my friends, um, Aaron, and I was like, you want to like come with me? Um, and he was like, nah, like I, I, I can't like, you know, I, I, and I, and I can't, I don't want to be like, you know, even associated or seen around that. And I thought like, fuck, like a part of me was like, dude, like this, like, this is so like, they're almost like lepers, you know? I felt that I felt like I just want to like go and like be like normal. I want to like be normal with these people. Mm -hmm. I want to like see if the crazy part is like, they're actually not normal. Like, I mean, there were like, 
I don't know. I felt pretty intimidated, you know, and, yeah. and I can't get it out of my head. The fact that they're doing what they do just right. like so yeah. openly and easily. And a lot of times those women are come from very, very abusive backgrounds. I'm they sure. are. I, I don't know how else you could like really just do so, that. So really it's people profiting off of somebody else's trauma. Yeah. I mean, you know? I guess I'm like assuming that like maybe they're not that's not the case for all of them. And I'm, I'm assuming that maybe some of them just like have this like super healthy relationship with sex and they're just comfortable. I mean, that's like the dream. My, <laughs> right. It's what everybody tells themselves. That's like right? my fantasy of <laughs> right. like who they are. And it's just all like right. fun and like, you know, yeah. good feeling orgasms and sex and, you know, erotic, like just like we, that's pleasure. Like we love that. Like, can it, is there a way it could just be, okay you know but i guess it's not that's like not okay in the bible well or i don't know, porno- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or according to like scripturally like that stuff is for for marriage right you know yeah that would be yeah. like the realm of a husband and wife and probably not to be sold and profited from Right. I would, I would guess. I mean, there's no like actual scripture that says do not, but you can gather from the word that, um, yeah, that like dehumanizing people for Mm. profit, um, is not because they're children of God too. You know, like they're, that's what I tried to explain to Billy. It's not a judgment, but it comes from a place of love saying they're, there is a better way. Like, let's help you somehow, you mm-hmm. know? And, and that's kind of like the, uh, the conclusion that I came to talking with Vic on the phone was just kind of... And I don't of, mean to put words in your mouth at all. I mean, it's funny because I'm like, man, I feel like... Because everything you're saying is completely different than what, how I approached And the thing that actually even stirred me... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I, I feel like I, I mean, I, I tried to put it from my perspective because, yeah, because I don't know you. I've never met you and I don't know your relationship. Yeah. And so I had like a Cliff's Notes well, well, version is, and I tried to say, well, if it were me, this is just maybe more, these were some of the things that would come up. Yeah, this actually so, is more just, just different about, perspective. Yeah, well, it's more just about like you telling me how you feel about it yeah. and being totally comfortable being honest with me because I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I didn't really think about it and I should think about stuff like this, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I, cause when I went before I went, I was thinking about those things. I was thinking about like how the, how people don't want to be seen around these people. And they're like, like I said, like almost like lepers and yeah. I, I'm very interested in, you know, those kinds of like, I have this whole sex, this whole series called local legends and they're just like people oh, yeah that are like different and like, you know, most people wouldn't really want to even talk to Grant Chang or Timmy or Robbie or the, the, I went like in their house and I just want to like get to know them and just like understand these outcasts for lack of a better word, you know? So I don't know. I'm gravitating towards these kind of things. And I went there and, um, 
I guess like, I think the big takeaway is I didn't have any intention when I went there. It was just Mm. like purely like, Oh, I'm just going to go to this. There's a bunch of people with like a bunch of, and you know what? And they have all have massive social media followings and like, yeah, like that, that means that I'm like trying to gain from this like thing that's hurtful to like maybe them or other people. Mm Mm-hmm. And I even saw like other big YouTubers there and this other guy, this gamer YouTube guy that I was like, what up? And it was like almost like a networking experience too. And I was just like, I don't think that any of them are even for a second thinking about the shit we're talking about right now. Yeah. And I think that maybe they should be. Yeah. Yes. I mean, those are such beautiful humans that are way, way more than their sexuality or their profession. And I just was like, kind of calling Kat up to to do more than the average dude that would go in there and like film. Yeah, v- v- Vic's that. saying that that. The- Vic's saying that I just want, because no one can hear you. So I just want to like reiterate what she's saying. She's saying go in there and ask them their hobbies and make, you know, humanize them for the first time or whatever. I mean, look, I just, just come sit down. Cause I, if you want, look at the end of this, if you're like, I really don't want to post this part, I'll just cut. No, I don't. I no, I I'll cut it. And just we'll just post the first part of ours or what I'll figure it out. I don't want to like. There's got because we I, I am you are a part of the equation, and I don't want either one of us to be like getting the story wrong. Yeah, what up? Can you say it in the mic? Didn't yeah. think it was a big deal, right? But it is a big deal, and right. now that it's been exposed, it's another perspective pointed at it, pointed. made me think, yeah. like, what is pornography? And I know I went down a dark, dark rabbit hole with it, and yeah. I know many men suffer from from it. And point it at your mouth. <laughs> and yeah. I, I would like at some point for you guys to explore what if this is an insidious thing and it's a big part of society, why is it so insidious and why do you protest it? And what is this line, you know, that (laughs) we're stepping over or, or they are the porn stars and such and such. And like, I'm always want to know like, why, why is it a big deal? Why are you upset? Why right. is it against your value? You know, like that's, and then maybe like, what kind of effects is it really having on people? Cause I know for myself that, you know, I, I came to a point where it's like dark, yeah, you know, dark, dark, dark. Well, then you already in know. sobriety. Well, then you already know the answer to that question. But why is it so captivating? Why is it? Right. Why are they choosing to be porn stars? How do they, you know, I don't know. Just well, well, I think so sex, 
I think sex in general, the human sex drive to to re to procreate or what to recreate our our the rate is like it's strong, you know, and I think God like knew that and and put those whatever like it was intended as a pure thing. Yeah, all things, literally everything, can be perverted. Just right. like eating food is good for you, and you can become a gluttonous person that you can't even walk because you right. eat so much food and it's ruined your life. But like food isn't bad, innately bad. Right. Sex is not innately bad. Mm. But I do believe that there's a perversion that's happening that has happened forever where people want to objectify women and they want to, and men. Now it's like getting so much more popular with men. Um, but the, the reason I really called him, the reason I had such a problem with it Cause I'm like, man, whatever you post, like if I'm like, yeah, oh, that's not how I'd really want to highlight a woman or whatever. But this was a different because I have like been in the trenches of, of human trafficking, like throughout the world, and I, there, it is so linked. Pornography is so linked to human trafficking. Um, because of the porn addiction, what are you gonna say? How? How's it linked? What do you mean? Oh, I'll tell you. It's like, um, so, um. Basically, when people get so, I mean, this is a monster that's becoming darker. I mean, if you think of how it was back in the day, like it's just getting harder and harder and weirder and weirder. Yeah, it's like it never really enough. Is. It's like satisfying. It really, it really it's just is. like the drug yeah. addiction gets like, oh, that's not enough. Now I got to do heroin. Like it's never enough. It's it's feeding this never ending. Dude, this hole. guy was talking about like multiple tabs being open, fast forwarding yes. to the parts. Like I've experienced that where it's just even the porn itself. It's just like not enough. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. So what happens is. When people then go into their, which you should watch this TED talk if you haven't about this guy's like why he stopped watching porn and what it scientifically does to your brain and what it does with you and relationships. I, I watched it. And it's like 15. so. What happens is, I mean, I can't explain it the way he explained it, but long story short, what had, ends up happening is now these people when they go into their normal relationship, their girlfriends or now maybe boyfriends like. They're like, I'm not going to do that, and they can't satisfy this thing that they're seeing, this fake image of what they're seeing so that's when they're like well i'm gonna go get it somewhere else i'm gonna go to thailand where they make these girls and guys watch porn to know like this is what your customers want and the horrific things that it's just it's you can't undo the web of like this trickling it starts somewhere in the stream and so they're just linked and then just knowing people that are in it and that there's most almost every time there's trauma there and they're not knowing their true value and not and it's a it's a confusion of where their power is and and yeah there is i could use my sexuality as a power and get things that i want and but i've realized like where my value is and i think these people need to not be shamed and they're not lepers and they're beautiful and they just need to understand like their their real value and um it's tearing apart marriages and relationships and people and they, they people are choosing a lot of people are even choosing to not even be in relationships because they can't even have that with a normal person so they just get a robot i don't know it's it's yeah it's a slippery slope and um i was telling oh i think i already said that like at the end of us just kind of going back and forth like how awesome would it be to not hide away from that maybe you're in a 
a cool place to be able to be welcomed in those scenarios. But to like, I'm like, how about if the girls, they watch the video and they're like, wow, for the first time, someone's not just like my camera's sticking here. Like, wow, they showed my smile. They showed my, Mm -hmm. asked me some questions about myself and they get to feel valued. There's um, another organization that I really like what they do. They go to strip clubs and they set up this booth outside like a, they get like one of those star trailers and they have a makeup artist there and a hairstylist there and a photographer and they do these portraits and they let them come and like do family portraits if they want to and they give they do up these girls and they're like it's crazy the stories they have of women that actually leave just by having these people take a look at them and attention to them in a different way see that their value and it's something that's really hard to explain because there's a to make it okay, you have to start believing, like, no, this is what I want. This is, this, there's a, let's say, like, a, I want to use my words right. Um, I think that you've said everything really well up until right now. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, because this is a, mechanism. it's this a tricky is- subject. I, I don't know, actually, is it? I think that, this is good to talk about it, you it know? It is, because I, I mean, I know my, I have friends that are like, oh, no, I'm, I'm choosing this, and this is, I mean, I've, oh. this is my power. And, wow. But, you know, it's, okay. That, I just know that the, the power is, is, it's counterfeit power of what they can be. Right. See, that, that I didn't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious that you actually have had, like, probably, like, really tense conversations with friends of yours who want to be in this. Not even tense. Cause when I was in high school, well, my girlfriend was working at the strip club and then she you, started getting into porn. And like, I didn't even fully at that time understand. I just was like, you know, be careful. And mm. I, I didn't have the same understanding as I have, as I've grown up and all the experiences I've had now, but she's now out of it. And, and I'm very curious. Um, We've lost touch a little bit more, but I think she is pretty open about her experiences. But what you were saying about like, this is like what I want to do and it's my decision. And yeah, I mean, even when we were going in Thailand, the streets of Thailand and, um, I was telling him we, we'd go up and give like care packages to the women that were waiting on the street as prostitutes. And in the care package, we put lube, we put condoms, we put a, a message that just said like, how beautiful they were in their scene and if in a hotline, if they ever needed safety. And I think even just putting the, the condom and the lube in there is, is a way to be like, I know I'm not here to be like, stop what you're doing right now. This is bad. Like, and I don't think this is life giving, but that is not the way to, I wanted to come meet them where they're at and be like, Hey, be safe. But yeah. there's also a way out, but you're also seen and you're valuable See, and you're that, loved and you're that's, dirty. That's what I'm like really down for. Because like, because certain people aren't able to actually affect change if they're on the outside. Mm -hmm. I think we do need to kind of get in there a little. Mm -hmm. And I found like self-protection thing, of course, is to be like, no, I want to do this. And then eventually, I mean, everyone's, I feel like most people's story in the beginning is defending it. And because what are they going to say? Like, no, I'm broken. They're going to own it and then eventually when they get to this low place they know they can come to this place and have like a job that gives them value and that's what these a lot of these organizations are 
just trying to say, hey, you can do other things, you know? And uh, and I know why they're there. And, oh, my gosh, and they're, like, the way they're trafficked and the stories, and it's just... And in here, and in the porn industry. I was telling him, like, you know, a girl goes in for something that she's agreed to. Like, I, I don't want to work with these actors. And then, sure enough, that's the actor that's mm-hmm. made them put them in uncomfortable situations. Or this is... You're going to do one scene, and they're okay with that. But they're like, oh, this is a forced that scene. And they're like, then... The pressure's on. The camera's there. The crew's here. And they're just constantly put in situations where they are mm. oppressed. And mm-hmm. they don't get to tell that story. And a lot of girls, have, you know, they're like, when you watch that yeah. scene of me, you're actually watching me get raped. Like, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's not. But I think I would say more than the other. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter if it's more or less. or Whenever it's happening, it's not chill. Like, yeah. when that's happening, it's not okay. Yeah. And you're just... People are just put in really dangerous positions yeah. all the time, and it's a very dangerous line of work. And I was saying, you guys, with being AA people, drugs and alcohol is like the biggest, like they just numb their feelings with that. So, so many people, I mean, I'd be surprised to meet many sober. I mean, I think the same goes for like the, the music industry, yeah. though, too, you know? So it's like, I wouldn't, like, if I go to like a, you know, we, I mean, dude, we're filming Bella. And they're just getting high, I, I, I mean, all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, we're, we're just trying to like make the video as good as it can be. Yeah. I, I, what am I going to do there, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sober. She knows that. Yeah. Like, you know, Maude knows that. Like, he actually like was like, I love you because you're sober. I mean, not because you're sober, but he just knows that I'm outwardly vocal about that. And I even talk about it at that place too. So I guess like, yeah, it's, it's, I think that we all kind of agree that like, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. That's not good, you know, in that industry and probably in all industries. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's obviously not going anywhere. Yeah. So what, how do we... Which doesn't mean you don't do your part to... Which is what? Just to just totally... No, I mean, I think I saw your vision of how you pack yeah. cool things with it and esteem these women and make yeah. them have be interviewed about something other than that. And yeah, I think like, there's something amazing in that. Yeah, I mean, I wonder... It's just a tricky... Like, I wonder if we had her here right now. Like, how do you, what do you, like, I guess you just start with, like, yeah, let's talk about you and and what you're into. And then we start talking about movies or whatever, whatever. But then at some point, like, do you go to the thing or how do you get to the to the part where you're like, you know what, like, ah, I mean, I think there's, like, <laughs> there's, like, time and research and, like, to even talk about the thing. Because that's, yeah. you're opening a can of worm of something that's so sensitive to people. Yeah. Like, I think you have to be pretty, I'm not saying you can't do it, but I don't yeah. even know if to, you'd have to really be educated and understand like psychology yeah. to talk about that stuff. If anything, I would say, Hey, like think of some things that I, I don't know. I this is just shooting off the fly here, but pre tell them that they can talk. We're going to talk, we're going to try to talk about other things so that they yeah. can, cause I can guarantee if you sit them down and you start asking about, passions and dreams they're going to maybe shock that you're not just going right. to like, talk about that thing and so give them time to think about like 
That's a good, that's a good one. You wouldn't be doing this. Is there anything else that drives? Do you want to open a company? Do you want to, yeah. what are your, I don't know. Just well, that's a good uh, idea because I'm like I said, I I, I want to have this girl on, and maybe I'll text her or message her on Instagram. Like I want to talk about, you know, you and I, I don't. I'm not human really, or your life. Or I'm not really. I'm not really like you know. I don't know what to. What do you say? I'm not really super concerned with like the porn aspect of you i'm more concerned with like you as a person and like your your business but see that's the thing is her business is like she has people paying her to do the snapchat stuff you know Mm -hmm. so she has this like personal chat thing where she gets to make like these girls are making insane amounts of money guys just like logging into the the chat room and they're uh you know they're just talking to her and they pay to go into Yeah, it's like five. Well, I mean, her. And that's a whole other thing. Then you got to go down to like what matters. Some people can't leave that stuff because they want the money. They want right. the shiny things. And they also, their placement of what, where their value is can also be. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to think probably from their respect that they're, you know, have some sort of celebrity, celebrity status. They have followers, likes, groupies. Yeah. I mean, they're achieving something great in a maybe not great way. I, I'm not going to make the judgment, but I would think that if she was sitting here, they'd probably be pretty stoked on what they've achieved if they're like high up. Yeah, I know. You know? She's super and high up. Yeah, it's... Uh, like, she's crushing it in that world. Um, I mean, but... But... What I'm really curious about and I'm still trying struggling with is this Christian like Jesus like my wife was not a Christian when I when we got together and now she is and it's changed the dynamics and you know when I first got sober the word Jesus made me gag so that's where I'm coming from cuz my family were the most hedonistic people and, you know, Pentecost and all mm. this baloney. Meanwhile, they're smoking crack and their 12-year-old daughter's getting pregnant downstairs. And mm. so it really turned me off to that. And so I realized that that is not what Christianity is. Yeah. And even talking about Christianity, I feel so weird, like we're a bunch of Jesus freaks sitting here or something. And it's a little uncomfortable, but not really. But I, like you said, I wonder what the listeners would think, right? Well, that's why I said earlier in the podcast, I said, I like, I'm like, listen, guys, I'm imploring you to have an open mind right now because I know a lot of people listening to this aren't like, yeah, they're not like followers of Jesus. And I, and I just want everyone to know that like, like where I was at and like, I just want to have an open mind, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I was just like, don't dip out. Basically is what I was saying. I was like, just stay in, try to have an open mind, listen to what we're talking about because, because this has saved so many people and there's so many people that are getting, I mean, dude, like you even like love what Jesus teaches. Maybe it saved people. I'm not to that point yet. And that's why I was curious to hear how 
Angela and you, because you are the two that represent, as far as I know, I don't even know you, but from what I've heard, (laughs) you represent that. And my mind is open to that recently, and I've been jiving in a lot of ways, (laughs) but only from books, not from human beings, Mm. and only good books like the one. Yeah. C.S. Lewis. Yeah. And then Sermon on the Mount. Of course, I've been studying that for for years in AA, but it took me a while to get over the Jesus. Every time Jesus came up, I'm like, this is some good stuff. But then they say Jesus, and I'm like, yeah. Okay, but what? But so what? Well, so what? But the li- you know, I'm just thinking listeners. Right. That's I'm what thinking, I'm always. I'm thinking like too. society. How do we get around that? Wow. Or how do we? <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, that, you guys. that's right. It's an obstacle. Okay? It is it's an, an obstacle, obstacle that I don't know. I don't need. I don't know how to get around. Well, AA got why. around it by using the word power, and 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 then and then inching in the word God, you know, and then right. and then slowly in, introducing the Sermon on the Mount. Right? It's tricky, though. It's tricky, and I feel like I just changed the subject, and that's no. It's, uh, it's no, okay. it's, it's I mean, we fine. went there with the other subject. I but think the it's... other stuff... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's another obstacle there, too, <laughs> because pornography has... Okay, so we have this new world of social media. And so I feel like pornography is seeping into mainstream society, like with, yeah. the, with the juicy butts exactly. and the big lips and the bling-bling. It's all kind... That's like a pornography... It is. And, and Pornhub is becoming so mainstream. People are wearing the shirts and Bella just got an award. So that's part of what my thinking was, was like, all right, this is like... I'm seeing this happen right now. So like, I just want to explore like what's happening. And I think this is really good because you're helping me see what's really the damage that it can really do. And I've attended 12 step programs that are geared towards not just porn, but sex, sex addiction, sex and yeah. love and love. Yeah. Cause it's, it's intertangled somehow. I was, oh, like, I had a love addiction yeah. for sure. I mean, and is that what you mean? Like I needed someone else. To I went fit. to sex and love addicts anonymous. So yeah. there's people in there that are just love addicts. There's people that are sex addicts. Yeah. There's people that are, love anorexics and sex mm-hmm. anorexics because yeah. they abstain and then they binge and I don't know. There's just so much. Yeah, there's a lot. And so I just wanted to interject because I can't resist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think, uh, there's addict fill in the blank addict. You're a money right. addict. You're a, your physical body addict. I mean, like if you put all of your hope and everything in any of those things, it's going to be unsustainable because your body can fail you, your wife can die or leave you. False dependencies. And ultimately the same thing, like everyone needs to have that surrender with God and God has to fill that empty space we're all trying to fill and some people fill it with food and some people, it's just, I've tried to talk about this with Pat and um, it is so wild. Like as we hear Pat, I remember starting to become Pat's friend closely and like, dude, you're like quoting scripture all the time. You don't even yeah. know it. And like starting to explain to him, like you're, well, so where does like AA come from? And I'm like, whoa, this is like yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. But I think to you, to your, I understand the, oh, and I'm so sorry about your family. And that is like, to see hypocrisy like that is, I've seen it in my own life and it's, it's traumatizing. And it really makes you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater because 
you're like, that's not God. And I think people need to really re-look at one who Jesus was and, and like go back to the Eastern understanding of him being like a Jewish rabbi that never said to become a Christian. And Christian was a derogatory name given to people that followed him. But now it's like taken on, like people just use the word, like my husband and I, we dropped that word. I'm like, wait, Jesus never said to be a Christian. He actually went to like, all different types of people, a Jewish person, he went to a Samaritan woman, he went to wherever they were, and he didn't say, oh, like, follow me, like, I'll show you how to have this connection with God, but you gotta first become Jewish, and like, go through the steps, or become Christian, it was like, be where you are, who you are, be Mm -hmm. punk rock Pat for Jesus, be, (laughs) what's your name again? Angela. 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 (laughs) Whatever you are, like, be have that connection but you don't have his whole thing was to like you don't have to go like the woman at the samaritan woman at the well was like you're talking to me and you guys have this temp like the temple but we're not allowed to go there and where should i worship you where should i worship god if like i have no place and he's like it's god comes and lives in you you don't have to be in a place and that's so that's the interesting thing and it's the only reason i keep searching and seeking is because there is a void within me and it seems that only is filled by this thing we call God and Angela calls Jesus and it in my experience is true Mm -hmm. but I can't but but yeah yeah but I like what you're saying it's interesting yeah it's completely saved my life and my husband's life and our relationship but I I think uh, when you can understand that God, the source, this thing that we really can't fully understand, it's so much bigger than any box we try to put it into. But I believe that God came and lived through Jesus to actually show us the heart of God in a, and show us how as a human to live. That's why I was like, he's man, but 100% God, which is also still crazy to like understand. But like if you look at his life, showing... I. I can do nothing except through the Father. Like, showed us, like, if we went through life like that, before we did anything, before we had any conversation, and just was like, okay, God, guide me. Guide my words. Guide my actions. Guide my response. The world would be a very different place. And and then showing, like, he was the one that hung out with the, the, the lows of the lows. He would be... You know, he was pur- porn stars. Yeah, for porn sure. Stars? That's what I was saying. I mean, that's I think where Jesus would be. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, but 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 with an intention. Yeah, like, like all these. Do you know the story of the I guys? Kind of, here's a water. But is it even right to call them the lowest of the low? It's like a judgment call. That's where I get a little In weird. Society's eyes. I mean. Yeah. Well, they are le- like like I said like even a society does. <sighs> but like I said, like they are like they are lepers like. You, most people like don't wouldn't want to go to that party yeah. or be around that or like you know like even like a production company like I didn't post that to Ridge because like I don't I don't know I just don't want our clients to like I don't want the association with porn yet you know until it's like I figure out what's going on or how I can elevate it or make it human or you know what I'm saying like so it it, it the porn industry whether you like it or not like it is looked down on and that's kind of fucked up maybe but like but even let's like forget is. about porn like 
the struggle that handicapped people have, that they're the lowest of society. People don't, people are just learning to like look at a handicapped person in the eye and be like, how's your day? Like people are like, avoid, they're the plague. Right. So Jesus also was with the leper lepers. He was with the sick, sick people that were like cast out of all the religious people, like doing their high and mighty thing, like casting people out and saying, oh, you sinned and that's why this happened to you. Like there's so much hierarchy in, uh, caste the caste system was like very big in like the eastern society and then jesus like every when you really study his life he was the one that stood was for the people and like there was a woman do you know about the prostitute like the, this woman was caught in the act of adultery so all like all these fair jewish leaders pulled her out and they were going to stone her and they always wanted to trick jesus to get him in to trouble because they're like catch him in like him not understanding the, the law but he was a he studied scripture the torah and he, he just is so clever how he does it he's like he who has no sin cast the first stone like one and and like you can't judge another person he would talk about not judging another person and he should he's yeah. stood in front and protected her but then he said go and like sin no more I mean he doesn't be like yay go cheat on your husband I mean he wasn't he also stood up for righteousness too so there was a but there's a compassion and a love in that but authority in that so I don't know maybe I talk too much no so I feel we, that we keep talking like Jesus existed so I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here mm-hmm. because you two are you know Jesus exists however you know it but even in C.S. Lewis's book it talks about the whole design of Christianity has been, it's, it's ancient. It's thousands of years old, and it's a design that works for humans. And that Jesus had to happen because it's a crucial part of the design. But he does not say that he was this dude. It says more that he is a symbol of death and rebirth or something like that that is necessary for all of us because we're all kind of i can't remember exactly no, i want to read the book again too yeah he just read it well, I was... four times so he's got it yeah it's tricky though to recite it because it's so like but he deep. is a symbol of, you're right like yeah. to show that there's life after death i mean to the countless accounts of people that say he rose and walked and yeah, if you look at, like, there's a whole, like, it's called apologetics, where they basically go through, like, how many accounts there were of of Jesus's life, and, like, how many parchments versus, like, let's say Shakespeare. And nobody is like, oh, Shakespeare didn't exist. He, there's only four writings of his, but mm. there's, like, thousands mm. like like the account it's not just the bible but like if uh, biblical scholars that have seen the scrolls and have seen the thing like far outweigh any mm-hmm. other ancient text like yeah, well, why don't we question plato's existence plato's, yeah that's yeah well, i think it's like the truth i think that's why there's such fire around it and then yeah. we question we question jesus and that's and a lot of things were burned like throughout the right. ages so so there used to be a lot more I mean, but I, a lot yeah. was destroyed and not even in jewish mm-hmm. or like in the ancient Egypt, egyptian writings or even in the roman writings like there's writings like that pa- I mean, pair up like he's a real dude i really don't even think it, it it it's for me it doesn't even really matter like for me what matters is this is this stuff that we can read 
that will help us our lives. Yes, you but know? Christians say that you got you. it's Jesus. It is Jesus, and that's the way. So, yeah, the principles are easy because if you use them, they actually work. We know that. Right. For decades of experience. They do work. But did we ever say Jesus? No. Wait, what? When? Well, no, he's oh, just saying that there, the there Christian is a, principles. You mean work. in AA, did you ever we, say Jesus? He's saying there's a way to apply Jesus these cri- the, principles. It's the stumbling point for uh, yeah. most people. Yeah, it really is. And the principles are not an argument because even psychologists mm-hmm. will tell you if you live this way, it's yeah. going to improve your life. Humility. But then when you get to the Jesus part, it gets a yeah. little so crazy. So just to be like clear, real... just to be clear with with the listeners, the, 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 the principles are humility, service, honesty, faith. Courage. God first. No. Honesty, open-mindedness, Honesty, willingness, willingness, open-mindedness, like like principles that service, we need to li- like brotherly love. service, like mm-hmm. humility, like selflessness mm-hmm. to serve someone else, like without using any God or Jesus. Like there's certain like principles that like any person can be like, oh yeah, those are. What's uh, humility will always service is a good one because when you help others without expecting something in return, it, it, it makes your heart full. It's like you give love and you receive love, but if you can't give it, you can't receive it. Blah, blah, I mean, blah, dude, blah. like mm-hmm. service is, I love that one. Like even cause I almost even just felt like I was going through so much. I just, I needed to share it. And even if only one person is listening, mm-hmm. it's like, we're talking about like these heavy subjects and um yeah. i just feel like i'm being of service right yeah. now just there's, talking about it you and know? there's another principle of um that maybe isn't directly related to the 12 steps but we talk always about through the grace of god right like the, this, this grace like mm. something happened we got grace and we get to be sober through the grace of god yeah you know jesus and jesus died for our sins that's why we have grace and it's grace and and that means that it's like nothing of that I can do can make me worthy of, of God's grace. You know, like there's uh-huh. nothing like humanly possible that I can do, even if I lived like a quote unquote perfect life by the principles. Like God is so holy that it's like I can't even I can't even approach the throne. You know what I mean? Like of myself. Like I have it's like this amazing grace it's like, like you, you get know, you get graced you get grace even no but matter I think how that's much why you... jesus had to come and show because the pharisees and all the religious leaders were getting so into like performance mm. and that's what religion really likes to do it's performance it's i can do this i'm good enough i'm holy and jesus was like you guys aren't and you don't got this all figured out but i need you to see the heart of god that i love you so much that i'm willing to come here and die and bleed my blood and be this atonement for and to show you guys you can't do anything but it's and then people want to use that to be like well i'll just like get out of jail card for you i'm gonna go kill someone and go like say confession it's like (laughs) jesus was always everything his challenges were always about the heart so yeah you have people misusing things or they're doing it for their own works but like the heart is if you just realize I can't I have to surrender because I can't do I can't be who I'm supposed to be without really giving my life surrendering my life over so that God can move through me and become have me become who I was like designed to be 
Dude. Um, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I'm a horrible version of I myself. Am, I'm so, I feel so like broken, but like there's a, there's like this weird freeing, like just right now. Yeah. Like today, yesterday, I just feel like, I just like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. You know? It is I, I, I just feel like, yeah. And I just feel like this right now, this moment that we're, that we're, we're doing, this is like what God wants for me and it feels freeing and it feels like I'm not doing it. Like, I don't want to talk about Jesus and how porn is bad on my podcast, <laughs> well, but mean, I'm just doing it because there's people in my so life funny. That are like, I'm just like, let it, let it, let's just, let's just fuck it, dude. That's one of the things you I know? like about Pat so much is because, like I said many times, not to hurt your feelings, but they look at you and they, they have this image, you know, and the way you talk and stuff, but he's like the perfect mediator between society and maybe a higher way of living right. a better life. Because I am broken and I'm struggling. And he's doing it and he's going for it. And yes, he has tattoos and he says a lot of bad words and he films crazy shit. And he's torn between the two worlds in a way too, in a big way, because you want to, you want to, people, I don't know. Can you, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Like how? Yeah, because the, 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 the hardest people to reach are these people that are like, not wanting to hear it right. like we're literally we're not like some christian group we're just <laughs> people just talking about it in the realest way right which is what we're supposed to do which is so <laughs> like cool. just being oh, real i want to just honest. yeah one thing i don't want to, to escape because you brought up a good point you're like well, we have we've got this and we didn't have the jesus thing a part of it because aa like brings you through it without mm-hmm. but i will tell you when you and that is amazing. And God works through so many different people, so many different ways in the darkest place. Like there's people that have encounters with God high on drugs and you'd be like, Oh God wouldn't come to them in a vision that way. Yeah, he would. And, but when you can, when you do realize Jesus and like it can, and, and the power and actually give it a name and it's not just such a vague thing, you will even experience more freedom and more, keys and doors will unlock that you didn't even know. I have an inkling of that in myself, but a stubborn mind and I don't want to be sucked into like uh, emotionalism and think that it's real. Yeah. Through the word Jesus or you know, I want it to actually be real. Mm. And I don't know how you guys accepted it. I don't understand. They actually were graced in this crazy. They both had like crazy experiences. So did Jason. Yeah. I mean, my husband was like atheist Buddhist dude. I mean, but I want to say to you, like God loves that about you. He made us to have not be robots and to be thinkers. So I think you question it and be like, until I really connect it, like that's, that's actually a beautiful thing that you're not just like, I'm going to like buy into the, I'd say continue to pursue it and be open to it. And, but that, um, there's not a shame in that. I I mean, 
I hope that you can feel what I've felt, but it's not a shame. It's like a hatred. But I don't know if it's a hatred for Jesus and Christianity or the people who presented it's it. It's the to people. Me. Mm. It's the people. That's why I stopped. Yeah, it's the perception. It's of, the people yeah. that give it a bad rep. The yeah. people that are not representing Jesus. Well, it goes or God back to all. like that perversion, right? Like they take something that's good, right? Like we talked about food. Yeah. And then there's a perversion of it. And like. That's exactly what you said when I brought up the porno thing. We were like, yeah, well the porno industry has perverted it in the same way that Christians have perverted this message. And I was like, damn, like you're right. Like all things can be perverted. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it does break my heart that so many people are standing like this because, and that's why, you know, I want to represent Jesus and I hope, I mean, I'm not a perfect person at all, but in a way that people can like see it. Why dude. And I don't think I've never seen anyone do it quite like how they are doing it. And it's so dope. And, um, I'm not like you, right? I grew up going to church and you know yeah like my dad's like let's go i didn't really i mean there was a moment where i where i raised my hand and i and i questioned some stuff and i was kind of like the thinker and the questioner you know I, but i never really was like these fools are evil and christian i never really had that i didn't really you know i just i was just like you i was like you know all wars are fought over religion and fuck religion like why are we why can't we just be good and have this universal truth you know and then aa was like oh my god this is so awesome this could be like a modern day religion that doesn't have a name you can choose whatever name you want as long as you're as long as you're following these principles you know mm-hmm. and then they threw the sermon on the mount in there and i'm like fuck dude and then i met jason and vic and they're like and then the C.S. Lewis book, and it's just and like, And then dude, my wife turned into a Jesus freak. Yeah, so I'm not mad. I mean, look, we're not mad at all. We're not mad at Jesus at all. You're not. Well, you're mad at the, the people. And you don't need I'm to gonna play. I'm going to an example here, and Angela's probably not going to like this. But So, for example, <laughs> me and Angela had a ceremony, a, a marriage ceremony. And I didn't want to sign any government contracts because... Fuck the government, okay? And mm-hmm. and also, there's a certain amount of like, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, then it's not like we don't have this contract. I just don't want a contract. Mm-hmm. Now, we have to, and for her, we or whoever she's with, they have to be married. So it's throw this big wall between the two of us because we're not married. Mm. We didn't sign any contracts. I... I thought we were. We had a ceremony, and under God, we said our vows. But now that's null and void. So that's an example of Christianity mm. altering. The- I don't think Christianity made the contract. Huh? <laughs> I don't know about the contract. That is maybe a governmental thing. I do think there's a covenant that you're making with God. And if you did that, that's a very interesting... I'm open to that not um 
maybe having to have the paper, but I feel taking it very seriously as a covenant under God, like you're making a promise to God and like all these people to keep you accountable to through the hard times because there's gonna be times you don't want to be together and you have to remember that vow. There's a lot more to it than probably just that. I mean, I had my things and she has hers, but... How long have you guys been what, married? What or is, is together? How long? The boundaries, the rules that I'm, I'm tripping on a bit. Like, so where, where do... Where do... If you are a Christian, then where are your boundaries? And what are... What... Because C.S. Lewis even talks about chastity as the most unpopular. If you're not married, you're not having sex. That's a, that's a Christian rule right there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's completely opposite of pornography or society <laughs> or getting pleasure without commitment. And I know Pat's got his... Well, I think we were also talking about, like, when this was written... And there are some things in the no, Bible. No, it, it applies now. No, it applies now. And well, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer of that. Like I would, but for even just go to the psychological reason of think of there's a spiritual side of this. Sex was is a crazy thing. It makes life. It is a union. So I do. I mean, now totally not living that way and like having one night stands and boyfriends and I've done that other side but I've also felt the repercussions of of that like there's soul ties that happen with people and then there's a scientific study of the DNA have you heard like taking God out of it which I think this just proves God science proves God every person you have been intimate with in that way there's a part of their DNA that will never ever leave your body so people start to have attributes of that person that they are with. They start having anxiety or they have even, it's a scientist. I'm not a scientist and I can't explain it. You have to read the article and I'll send it to you. But to me, I'm like, that just shows like what happens on a spiritual level. And I, th- I believe, see, this is where I believe like the power of God. Like you can, I've had to break soul ties with guys I've been with because it's like, wow, why is this thing here? Oh, I need to like break that in the spirit. And I think there could be, um, talking about the grace like I don't think it has to be like science says well now it's forever in you like mm-hmm. I think there's things in the spiritual realm like no that's not going to be forever with me and that was a part of my past that but I also wouldn't expect people to hold people accountable to that that don't even understand the reasoning for it like when I came and had my God moment oh my god I told the prodigal son story on the podcast that I had this moment with God where I realized, because I also was rebelling against all the rules, and like, why? And, but I was just living six years of just satisfying all of like these earthly pleasures, pleasure, pleasure. I want to sleep with this guy. I want to do this drug. And I was ending up very empty. And when I had this God moment, which I thought for sure I was going to have the, like, from my own experience, like, and I'm really disappointed in you. Look at all the things you did. But I was just like, the love that washed over me, that was like, baby girl, like, you're so much better than that. And I'm not mad at you. But I actually want you to live whole. And I don't want you to, like, have all this gunk that you're, now you are have this attachment with this guy. Now you're going through this 
this thing you didn't have to go through if you didn't like have that bond with him. You wouldn't have had that thing or you wouldn't have had those phone calls to apologize because you got too drunk. And like, I think that everyone has to have their, it was like all of a sudden, like the rules were not rules. They were like a good father, a good father. It's like, you're going to get burned if you, if you experience that, that thing. But when you're not, when it's not in alignment with like how I designed it to be. So I, I don't know. Does that make sense? I don't know. I think I can go on about it. It totally makes sense. And and it got me a little teary eyed because it's true. And what happens is you end up empty. But then what do you think, Pat? Yeah, I, I just think we, we need to keep pursuing our, our what we're, we're already well, doing it. Like me, me and Billy are, are reading. I love that we do this, right? And, and, and we have people in our life that are using the word Jesus, and we use it sometimes too, and our moment will happen. And like we, we, we're following the path, whether we use the word or not, you know? And I want to like talk and study more about like that, what he actually did. Cause it's really cool. I was just talking to him about the, the 10 commandments, the movie I saw where he's, where William Defoe is like mad because they're selling shit in the, you see it? It's not the 10 commandments. Isn't that William Defoe plays Jesus? In yeah. What's it the, called? The last temptation. The last temptation Christ. of Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so, I, I knew I was yeah, saying so the name good. of it wrong. The last yeah. temptation of Christ is Martin Scorsese directed this movie about Jesus with William Defoe. It's crazy. Like, I don't know. There's just like, and then you have like Kanye going, have you seen what Kanye is oh, talking about? I've been about? following it. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like why are so many people, I just think that we should just not be hung up on that word. But it, although people are, but maybe we'll, we're, I mean, we're going to help people get unhung up on that. Angela, is that the same experience you had, what you just described? Is that similar to what you Yeah. So, so when, when the person turned to me, the first thing I felt was his love. And it was just like, I mean, love doesn't even like. Yeah, she almost started crying compare. too. And she was it doesn't, like, like that word, we use it so, oh, I love that. I love those shoes. I love, oh God, you know, like I, I, I love this taco. You know what I mean? It's just like, we just throw that word around. But, but truly, um, and the understanding that I felt, like, and, and like. Um, I mean, I. Like, I know exactly where you've been. Like, I know exactly what you've done. I know where you've been. I know where you will be. And, like, still love. You know? You know Uh what's crazy is I I felt it just now when I, like, slumped over and was just like, I I I don't care anymore. Like, Mm. I felt a little bit of it. Do you think that's what they're talking about in AA when they say treated? Like being treated? Like a piece? Yeah, I do. I think that like, you know, we, we talk about, we talk about like, yeah, being connected to the power when you're in like just now, like I was just like in full surrender. I was like, it's just all good. And I'm with people that love me into the fourth dimension, which is the God dimension, right? Mm. They say that in AA. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm feel, I feel definitely dimension just talking about it and, and just feeling like the weight of like my fears and worries just kind of like melting away a little bit and just knowing that like we all love each other and we're, we're trying to, um, help other people. Mm -hmm. 
And that's all we can fucking do. I don't, I'm just over all of it. And I think so many people have, like you, like have this image of God. And I had to go through, there's these really cool things that I have friends that do these inner healing prayer things. It's just like a therapy session with God and you. And, um, I had to face that. Like I thought my image of God is this angry guy in the clouds. And, um, it was more what I was seeing of like the people and the images and the way they, cause we're, we're imperfect people that are it's so hard for us to not want to, con- especially per- parents and stuff too. But when I really realized like God is good, that he's a good, our best interest. He wants us to live holy. He wants us to not have baggage. He doesn't want me to have all these scars from like my like messed up past. Like in that, it's just like, like I was saying with your kid, obviously you have to like let them learn from their mistakes. And that's why, you know, everyone's like, why did he make me choose that? Or why? It's like, we didn't make robots. You don't want a robot kid. You want a robot. You want a kid that's going to love you and, and respect you and honor you and like listen to your wisdom because they see you. And I, that's what's so crazy. We're created in God's image because we can, we're thinkers and we can choose to go the other way. And it's, parents like you you know even your mom having to see you go down this life of drugs and just killing her and but she has to let you learn and that's the same thing with god i'm like i've is the ultimate father that is good and like it's not people get hung up on like the rules but like i'm telling you when i had my moment i'm like oh shoot those are just like good parenting guidelines to keep me like the most whole that I could be. But, sorry, one more thing about that I love about C.S. Lewis's book. He talks about not getting hung up on the thing. Like, I, for me, for example, when I was um, coming to this new relationship with God, I was like, crap, I'm like, I got too drunk again. Or I started thinking of it in like, I have to live a certain way. And I was like, I got too drunk again. Or mm. I smoked weed. Or I'm like, I'm feeling all this guilt. Right. And I, when I read that book, it was like, stop worrying about the like thing you should do and just focus on me. Get to know me. Get to like open this relationship. And when I stopped worrying about the to do list and looking the part, it wasn't until like months later I just realized, as I opened that connection, my desire changed. And I'm like, whoa! Like I've had self control. Whoa! Like, but I didn't. So it's like, don't worry about the thing that you don't get yet, or the thing you're not. I'm not okay to like fully agree that that's real. That's right. Like. That's okay, but don't let it stop you from the connection and opening the, that portal to talk and to just learn about Jesus more and really wa- like studying him because it does transform. Also, other religions. Jack, <laughs> Jack studies the Torah and like... Well, the Torah is like what Jesus... Right, well, but Jewish. but Jack's dope because Jack's like this... I think it is important to study and like, like to hear, but... You never know, right? Like I know. What C.S. Wow. Lewis says is the other religions aren't wrong. They're just less right. <laughs> That's a so, good way to put it. There's a lot of good stuff in there, but there's a lot, there's like a vital thing missing. But then it sounds elitist, so I don't know. But the one thing that you said, which is interesting, is that's what I tell Pat all the time. Yeah. Anytime I have discipline or do the right thing, it's after a surrender where it's like, God, I just want to breathe and live and... It's at a visceral level, though. 
it's a it's a surrender where you give up on all the rules and the to-do list and then somehow you're put in a place of peace and you do what you're intended to do but it's kind of effortless or mm-hmm. something. that's where I want yeah to be. that's a great way to put it and in that state of mind is just it feels so good and you're doing what you need to do and and it's so hard to get there because you have to die to self like the old man has to die the self has to die for a new character to emerge and that new character is the god character that is real or something like that I'm just still spinning about your the marriage thing. Okay, well, let me, let's, let's, I want to. Oh, really? Like, I'm like, still an alcoholic. So we've c- gone through a breakup. It? We've oh. gone through well, hell. Okay, and to, for about to a be year. fair, I so was became Christian five years ago, and we've been together seven. So it's not like my Christianity, my coming to Jesus, ruined our relationship. I just grew in my knowledge, and something no longer felt right in my spirit. And so I finally came to you. And admittedly, it's, it's, it, it's hard for me to be emotionally honest. Like, it's very difficult, especially knowing how you feel about Jesus. So, you know, it, it wasn't like an overnight thing. Like, you mm. know, I became, you know, a Christian. And I was like, yeah. Can't, we can't do this anymore. It was just, some, you know, it was something I grew in. And finally, like, eventually it just was like, you know, seven years. We have a family. We have a business. And, like, are we really going in this direction? Then mm-hmm. I think we need to do this thing. If we're not, then we have to figure something else out. Mm-hmm. That, so that's all my spinning. <laughs> Is she a ride or die? She seems like you're ride or die. Is, is she a ride or die? A ride or die. Is she like like your well, like? It always comes down to yeah. That sounds great, and yes, but we're in a broken. I don't know if it's we're in a relationship that's rock. It's a rocky boat right now, and and how, I'm not against getting married. I didn't know how important it was for her. Now I do. But now, do you do that in the middle of a broken relationship? I mean, and there, I mean, I don't know where the the details. You know, what? How, how do you fix this? Hmm. Yeah, you're very much a details. Well, person. that's what we're talking about. Is yeah. don't worry about the details right. or the chores. And that's, and that's what I'm doing. I am. I'm not. I ain't worrying about nothing and no more. <laughs> and it feels good. Yeah. And I mean. If I can, I mean, I would say do the steps. You guys have been together a long time, and obviously you have a kid together, and I don't know the ins and outs, but I just think anyone can get together, be together seven years. I mean, I've wanted to not be with my husband and vice versa in our 12 years. So yeah, if me. you've gone seven years, you probably got what it takes. You just got to, like, put yeah. the effort, and there needs to be some counseling or whatever to, like, go through this valley. And then and maybe... I mean, for you to have grace on yourself, like maybe that you, when you have this ceremony, because I do feel like it's so special to have someone be like, I'm committing forever to you. And like, it's also proclaiming something into the future, I feel like, to, right. to say, like, instead mm. of being like, what if it doesn't work? Like, I would be like, 
that's what I really, I had a hard time with Jason when we weren't married because we dated for five years. And I was like, is this forever? I, I understand the feeling. Um, but I, maybe when you get to a, you can get to a place where you can have it in a celebratory, like you get good, go to some counseling and do that together. It's beautiful. And it doesn't, you don't have to make it about, you could, it doesn't have to be about the government. I mean, the paper, I do think, what? I mean, I I, I mean, the the way people look at you differently, I mean, when Jason was like, this is my wife, opposed to my girlfriend, it changed dramatically, because if you say this is my girlfriend, they don't know you're a girlfriend of eight years or two months, or, I mean, obviously, if a kid together, it's like, maybe shows a little different, but it it does something different in that I felt people treat me differently when I was his wife and it did something for my security and it wasn't about finances and stuff, but it was a security and maybe it was the, uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, I equated and it's not, it's bad to equate it with property, but it's like if somebody was like, this is your house but you don't have any of the paperwork that shows that it's your house and like your future generations will get the house, but there's nothing that shows that the mm-hmm. future generation is like, would you yeah, go live scary. in that house and just trust uh, uh, that actually, guy? I'm actually doing it right now. Oh. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, it, it's a cosign. It's no, I get what Do you're it, saying. Do it. Share no, but, everything. No, it's like one. Though, like, you become that's, one. That's like something it's that I think about. I think about that it's like, every day. This is my house, but it's not really it's my like house. It's like a cosign. Yeah, it, but I definitely wouldn't have been able to be in this house if I didn't have that kind of help. So, right. so, but, 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 I, I just want to say that, like, we had Susie over here the other day, and, and her and her husband are going through like a lot right now, and, and it's just like me and Vic were. I don't know. Somehow, this house ends up being like almost like a therapy safe place for so many different people. It's pretty cool, and we were just talking to her about how we both have been in that situation and it's like oh i mean dude like veronica just walked up to me and was like i don't think i am in love with you anymore i was like what <laughs> she's like yeah i love you but like i don't know if i'm in love with you and i was just like dude i remember telling you about it this guy like walked me through all of it and he would talk to me about like the diamond treat her like a precious diamond mm. like he would tell me stuff like. So he, I, oh, I always he, thought that he might know the he things. He knows, bro, and he would just tell me all these things. Easier and, said than done. Yeah. And, and, and he would tell me these things, and and I was able to do what I needed to do. If only he would listen to what I say to him now. <laughs> like you know, just don't, just let her. Well, how can you serve her? How can you be of service to her? How can you just let her have her space and just, you know, everything's going to work out the way it needs to work out. Don't be so needy. How can you only serve her? What does she need? Treat her like a diamond, you know, but also don't like be needy of her. Like you don't need, like we can't have false dependencies and having a false dependency on any person, place or thing is not chill. Yeah. So just let her do her thing, focus on you and like your life. And then like the bird will like come back or whatever, you know? Like she said, easily said, very, very, very difficult done because yeah. you're selfish and yeah. you know, there's needs and things that you're not going to get yeah. for who knows how long. And you just got to let all that go. Yeah. I have one more uh. book for you if you've not already read it. 
No, I just got it off the hit. I just, by chance, it was on his library. Oh, I no. know, it's amazing. Oh, no, I'll but down- I was going to say, I'll download if you it. have not yet, I recommend every single person to read this book. It'll help you with your child. The Five Love Languages. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, say, we did, we did have listened to that one, yeah. And yeah? I to get us to listen to it together, but it never Yeah, really it never. Happened. Yeah, have you read it or re- listened? No, we, we listened to, you like, the first you chapter. You and it might be the <laughs> missing link here. Yeah. We read the first, or we listened to the first chapter. That's so then, weird. I was just saying that, remember? I was saying how, like, if you listen to the first chapter, you'll, like, get... Yeah, but you should uh, listen to them. I mean, yeah. you'll get enough to understand that there are different languages. And there's actually, like, a love devotional of it? the five love languages that, like, oh, wow. pulls scripture in. Because every now and then I'll get it on my phone. Like, there's oh, wow. different devotionals. And the, it, it doesn't tell you what book it is until the end, but every one of them... That is like I'm like oh this is so good wow. which one is it it's always the five love languages uh, <laughs> yeah it changed one. it saved Jason and I's marriage for sure and it's because in relationships when it's rocky no matter what there's always two sides there's some way that you could be loving him better and vice versa it's not one sided and I think the love five love languages really helps level bridge and level the playing fields to. I don't like that word actually playing field for it but like (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, language is really it's really crazy because it's like it's it bridges it helps you see eye to eye and actually like serve each other and love each other the way the other person needs to be loved I mean I have yeah it's and like with your kids I mean to know her love language what do you want to say well we'll put, put put it right in front of her what are you what are you up to, Summer? Do you want to officially be the youngest person ever to be on my podcast? Yeah, say something. What are your thoughts? Thoughts of what? What are you watching in there? Nothing. What what are what, are you playing with my dogs? No. What are you doing? <laughs> what have you been doing the past hour? Uh I was just well, I was just hanging out and watching. People doing hair. Oh, that's fun. I know. How old are you? Six. You're six? Wow, you're a tall six-year-old maybe. Are you? I'm taller than my friend Stephen. Wow. I'm way tall. I'm she, so she's this tall, and I'm this tall, and I'm this tall. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you're this tall. You're seven? What do you love about your parents? I'm six. No, what do you love about your parents? That they're nice. That's nice. That's good. Did I get that's that's really good. I, I think hey, most, most a lot of people don't have nice parents. So you're <laughs> yeah. you're one for the win there. That's part of the issue is the trauma that we can't Yeah. Oh yeah. I I'm really happy I've waited to have kids because I had to get a l I still am scared. Because I see little things of my mom come up, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this to my kid. And you should hear about Angela's. She's gone. Oh, Dad's gonna take you over there. We're just gonna finish it. Well, I oh, you think go. We've I'm gonna pee. Covered. I have to pee. What was the thing? Is there one more thing? I don't know. This was really good. Mm. Have we been going like? Two hours. It feels like we've been here like hours. 
Um, you know, I don't really even know how long. It just says three, three, two, four, three, one, two, three, four. It's like counting in like beats. Oh, Because it's weird. like logic. Well, it's like a music making oh, program. Okay. So I don't know how long. It's like it's been 333 bars at 120 BPM, which hmm. is like... <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just, uh, this was great. I, I like to have on, uh, I think this was a really good, um, combo. Yeah. I like having on repeat. It's yeah. not like a Joe Rogan where like I have big celebrities on. I like to go deeper and deeper and deeper every time I have new people on and, you know, just explore. I think it's always a different conversation. Yeah. Even if it's Billy five times in a row. Yeah. You know? Well, it's funny because I was listening to your podcast with Billy mm. and like something in my spirit was like, you're going to be on Pat's podcast talking about Jesus. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And then, the, and then tonight he was like, do you want to go talk about this on Pat's podcast? I was like, no way. Yes. So- Did you hear what she was saying? She was saying she was listening to my podcast with, with Billy and she was like, one day I'm going to come on and talk about Jesus. Yeah, not like, it was like something in my spirit was yeah. like, one day you're going to be on Pat's podcast talking about Jesus. And I was like, yeah, right. Hi. And then, <laughs> I love it. You saw it. I did. How'd you go from porn to Jesus? What happened to our conversation? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Well, I've been I, wanting to, I didn't know about you because I just know about the plants and, right. you know, uh, Billy as a, a friend of. But it's so nice to meet you guys. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to keep talking, but uh, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening. And um, just thanks. You know, if you made it this far, you're a real fucking <laughs> supporter. And I really <laughs> appreciate so it. Send me a message or whatever and, and, or a text and mm-hmm. let's, let's talk. Thanks. <laughs>